following podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New with Tags podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. We are a longtime married couple enjoying the latest chapter in our lives. We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves, we will encourage you to live your most authentic life wherever you are in your journey. Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast. And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my new attack lingerie. Let's get started. What are we waiting for? Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? Doing very well, thank you. I've had a particularly good week, week and a half. Why? We got to spend some time with some lifestyle friends with nice dinners. I know we like to talk about friends and friends with benefits. We have some very sexy friends, but this was just quality friendship time. Dinner, fun conversation, and a chance to talk about our authentic selves. We were talking about that at dinner, just that... Most of us don't have other people who we can talk to. So when we actually have a chance to get together for dinner and just talk, we have to find some really loud restaurant so that we can actually have the conversations we want to have without everybody listening. Although that didn't work so well for us last night. Mm -mm. No, the manager came up right in the middle of an awkward conversation. I was talking about toy bags. And he wanted to know what kind of toy bags. (laughs) He did. I was like, "Mm, hmm, yeah, I don't know how to go from here. It was, yeah. You rolled with it. I did. And he he rolled with you. I know. He doesn't have a toy bag. No. No. But he was appreciative that you did. <laughs> I guess so. It, that was yeah, a little awkward. 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 So we haven't had a chance to talk about what you're wearing yet. No, you haven't described to our listeners what, what I'm wearing. You are, as usual, very sexy. You're wearing a new lace, black sheer lace robe with a little bit of satin trim and just about a wisp of black panties to go with them. Yeah, they're really and, uncomfortable as I'm sitting here. Okay. And you're actually wearing a beautiful necklace that you got in Mexico at the Tequila Jewelry Bar. Yeah. It's <laughs> jewelry store. Yes. It's beautiful. You've had more compliments on that than about anything else you've ever worn. I, you know, and it was like 60 bucks. It's yeah. even better, right? The it's, tequila was more expensive. The tequila was more expensive than the silver necklace I have on. But you oh, look well, very nice. Thank you. But I have worn it before, so it'll be in the pictures, I'm sure, that we take and share with our tribe. And how are you doing this evening? I'm doing much better than I was earlier today. So we'd been, we're doing a big remodel here, our bedroom, our bathroom. And so I was kind of tired. So I lay down and took a nap today. I woke up grumpy. I I was, I was like Mrs. Grumpy Pants. I just rolled out of bed. I did not want to wake up from my nap. It was dinner time. So I rolled downstairs and pulled the roast out of the crock pot and nothing tasted good. I was grumpy. That's an understatement. I'm yes. Really grumpy. Yeah. And then we decided we were going to, we had to podcast, had to, that was where my head was at. We had to <laughs> podcast. And so we're like, okay, well, I have a drink before we podcast. And so I'm like, all right, what am I going to have? I want something that like makes me happy. I need something to like change, you know, change where I'm at in my head. And I remembered that the pusher provided me a mason jar full of my yummy, ever clear root beer flavored stuff that he makes me every time he sees me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so if we go downhill fast, blame the pusher. Yeah, it's almost gone. Not not the jar. <laughs> Let me be clear. Not the jar. My half of a glass, my, my three fingers of 
alcohol because I could not have more than that. I did not eat much dinner because it didn't taste good. And so, yeah, I'm pretty much drinking on an empty stomach. So hopefully I won't start slurring by the end of the podcast. Be we'll pass, see. passed out halfway through. But thank you very much, Pusher. Appreciate yeah. it. She loves it. I love it. That's what made me happy. It changed my changed my attitude. So there you go. Who knows? Who, or who knew alcohol could change your attitude? <laughs> That's a first. Nobody ever talks about that. How about we move into our social media part? We should, because this is one we've been talking about doing for a month or so. We are going to talk about Baby Yoda, which is really not Baby Yoda for all of you purists out there. I get it. It's the child. But all of the memes are Baby Yoda. And that's how we first were exposed to it, was all the Baby Yoda memes and talk and conversation. So we decided that we would watch the show. And you are not a sci-fi kind of guy. Eh, not deep into it. No, I mean, well, we still I haven't like seen, we still haven't seen the new Star Wars movie, uh, and true. it's been out for a little while, almost a month. So, not huge fans. If if I had to really be you're, honest, you're a Trekkie. I'm a Trekkie. I am not. I'm not a Star Wars kind of girl. I like Star Wars. I watch Star Wars. I've seen all the movies, but I'm just not that deep into it. So there's a show called The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, and so I thought, okay, I will watch the first episode and see if it's something that you would like before we watched it together. And I got through the first episode and went, oh, yeah, no. No, you wouldn't like it. So I'm like, I'll watch a few episodes. And so I've gotten through, I think, five of the eight. And, you know, I could summarize the story as Big Bad Bounty Hunter takes on a bounty that turns out to be a 50-year-old baby Yoda, turns him over to the bad guys, feels bad about it because he really has a heart of gold, and steals him away from the bad guys and the adventures ensue. It's really, Baby Yoda is really a secondary character this first season. I have a feeling Disney will change that next year, like or the next time, you know, next season. But the memes are absolutely adorable. So I actually subscribed in our Twitter feed, which is why you've seen all of them in the I Twitter see all feed. all of them, yeah. Um, to, the, to Baby Yoda. I follow Baby Yoda on Twitter. And some of them are just... Adorable. I mean, this is, I mean, it literally is this teeny tiny little baby Yoda and he doesn't talk. And it's actually probably in, I mean, on episode five, I bet if there's 10 to 15 minutes worth of footage of baby Yoda and all of it, you know, because the, the bounty hunter goes out and, you know, has shoot 'em up adventures. And of course, you don't bring the baby to the shoot 'em up adventures. And anyway, it's, I'm just not a Star Wars person. The people who watch Star Wars love it. You know, who are like into the Star Wars universe and they were back on Tatooine for one of the episodes. That was a big deal. Not my thing. Baby Yoda. Adorable, cute, chicky nuggets. It's just adorable. In one of the episodes, I th actually thought that the people who created the memes actually had him holding like a cup of coffee. But at one point, he's he's drinking bone soup actually is what he's doing. And he's standing there watching the Mandalorian and one of the other people like fighting and he's just sort of standing there with his little cup of coffee is what it looks like it's a little cup of soup he just stands there and drinks it cutely and I'm like that is probably half of the memes I've ever seen right it's just adorable anyway just a little thing funny love it I have to see how the season ends so you binge watch all the time I do. whatever you start you binge watch I am a binge watcher that's the bad thing about the new like streaming services where they release all of their episodes at once because you can binge watch, you know, at least when you have regular TV, you might be, an ep you know, an episode or two behind. And so you might watch a couple of hours worth of TV, but not the entire season of M the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or... You do that with books, too. The Great Bake Off. Or <laughs> like, 
you just are like, what what English something are you listening to? Because I never watched Downton Abbey when it was on either. So I completely binged watched that. What earlier this year when it when it like after it was released right before when the movie came out because I was going to go see the movie and I'm like I should probably have like watched the show first so I binge watched I don't know how many seasons of that we binge but you binge watched with me with Jack Ryan I did I like that a lot that's a good show we actually didn't watch the first season when it came out we watched the first season right before the second season launched so we watched two seasons boom Boom. like in a weekend so see you binge watch okay I do the other thing it's not really trending in social media, but we're going to talk about it anyway because uh, it it surprises me and it makes me happy. I don't. That's a weird word, I guess, but um, we're having people on Twitter post pictures of themselves in lingerie with our new with tags tag. Yeah, people have been tagged. I don't even know how to describe what I think about it when I say I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's great. We encourage it. You know, anybody who sees us, you should ask us for the tags because evidently Paul. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> so we're at dinner with these friends that we were talking about last night. We were talking about it. And, and they, they were, wanted to have tags. And they wanted tags. I'm like, oh, well, we're out to dinner. I, you know, and you open up your wallet and you pull out two tags. I'm like they were there. They were there. So you gave them two tags. And I'm like, yeah. okay, then. So evidently, if you run into us somewhere, you should just ask us for tags because Paul will have them in his wallet. I probably will. But I want to thank our spokesmodel and famous photographer have been very nice in posting a few pictures. They're very sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wade and Vanessa, thank you very much. We still haven't seen a picture of Wade with the tag on. Of course, we That's, haven't seen a picture of you with the tag on either. We might true. have to... You know, we should have done you that. You never ask what I'm wearing, by I, the way. Well... Don't ask now, but... <laughs> I always wear something that matches you. That's you don't even notice that, do you? No, I did not know, but that doesn't surprise me. But no, no I, I haven't always, noticed that. Always. Yeah, I do know tonight you have on some. I'm not wearing lace with satin, but I. <laughs> and it's not a thong. No. Although I, I might have to get you a thong because don't. when you sit here for a while in a thong, you'll understand why it's like move the podcast along. No, you were grumpy to start with. We don't need to make it worse. <laughs> Yeah, I wore it. It's fine. So, but you actually, I do know you have on um, black boxer briefs, but they're the stretchy kind. I don't yeah, know what the brand kind is. Kind of a lycra. Yeah. So they look nice. I noticed when you were walking okay. out of the door. I always match what you're wearing. So if you ever wonder, I'm matching her or at least complimentary with what she's wearing. Or you're wearing nothing. That has happened too. <laughs> they didn't need to know that. I, I guess when you're, you know, in the buff, you know, skin goes with everything. Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I have a body for radio, so it works really well. <laughs> we actually took some really sexy pictures of you in your briefs when we were down in Mexico. It was worked out pretty it's well. One of my favorite pictures. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, but, but thank you to, to those that have been tagged and have retagged other people. Absolutely. New Year's Eve. Saw somebody retag somebody. Yeah, pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That New was tags cool. is a thing. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Maybe just in my head, but it's maybe a thing. Just in, maybe just in both of our heads. Okay. But thanks for all who participated. Yes. Thank you very much to all of our tribe. If you see us out, ask us for tags. Happy to give them to you. And as we're at events, we'll make sure that we have some with us so that you know we can have more and more people. You've been tagged. We're going to have to come up with some really cool hashtag. You know, the euphoria effect is a great hashtag. It is. I got nothing. You've been tagged as all like it's you got mail. I, I don't know. <laughs> On that note, 
I think it's about time to move into the next segment. We have spent plenty of time talking about Baby Yoda and Nuba Tags. Why don't we hear a letter from Jamie? I guess it's, again, all about me. It's always all about you. Always. Is this the first time we've ever said that? Bite me. Bite me. That's not the first time either. (laughs) Dear Jamie, at 20, you feel like you know everything. You are full of fire and a little bit of piss and vinegar. You've stood up to bullies and D-bags, and you think you have it all figured out. You know it all. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Sometimes you don't know till you know. The first time you hold your child, you will think, I will never love another like this. Then your second one comes along, and you realize it's not only possible, but you will wonder why you ever thought that in the first place. You will lose your mother, and the grief will threaten to overwhelm you. And you'll think, I will never grieve like this again. Then you'll lose your dad and sister and wonder how you ever thought that. You will have friends who experience their spouse being unfaithful, and you'll think you would never want to know that your husband's been with someone else. And then, then you experience seeing him with another woman. Now, that's consensually. And not only are you happy for him, you will become friends with these women. Believe me, the sooner we can get to, you don't know till you know, the happier we'll be. Well, we have a lot of you don't know until you know moments, both in the lifestyle and just in life in general. Oh, absolutely. Such a lesson we learned. Yeah. And we have kind of what prompted this episode of you don't know until you know. We kind of had an event. Yep. That triggered that. Yep. And we've had a few that we picked up along the way since, but why don't you, Jamie, start with what triggered this? Yeah. So several months ago, we were invited to a house party with actually somebody that we knew in our vanilla life. We we had signed up for a hotel party. They had one of those who's going attendee list. You recognized the person. I didn't believe it. It was the person and our vanilla life collided with our lifestyle life. Clashed pretty evidently. Yeah. And so the the hotel party ended up being canceled. And we were invited to go to a house party at this person's house. And I was like, okay, we didn't, I mean, we knew them in our vanilla life, but we had not seen them out in the lifestyle. We had not really experienced that. And I thought, okay, we know them. We've known them a long time, actually. And so we decided to go. And we'd never been to a house party. Never been to a house party. And so we go, and I'm really, I'm nervous. Um, And there were three couples total, four with us. Four with us. Four total couples. And we didn't know, I mean, the other two couples we had not met. They were lovely people. We were talking and chatting and drinking and just having conversations, getting sort of everybody's origin story. Um, My first clue that this was maybe not the same kind of culture of people, and and I'm not talking about vanilla culture. I'm talking about a culture of people in the lifestyle who 
primarily are the ones who listen to podcasts, which is why I say this is sort of the first place where it was a little, I sh- it should have put my spidey senses up. Mm-hmm. Because without giving, well, I, I, I'm probably going to give away the punchline here, but within the community, particularly of podcasters, you hear virtually everybody talking about consent. And there are just a lot of general rules that we have experienced in every other time that we've been in the lifestyle, playing, interacting with people, that I just, I made an assumption. And in all those other scenarios, we we had relationships with people. We knew the people. Yeah, but even when they were friends of friends, mm-hmm, right? Sure. There, There's just a, I don't know. So we're rambling and I need to get to the point. And um, so we, we start having, um, we were in the living room. We were having some sort of one-on-one play. It was actually a really sexy, sexy charged environment. Very sexy. And I, we, we had, we had been talking and drinking and just really enjoying people. And the play started in the living room and I'm sort of laying on the couch and I was giving, um, one of the gentlemen a blowjob and one of the other guests I I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like a drive-by. <laughs> I don't I don't know what words to use, right? Because I was not playing with him; I was playing with somebody else. He comes up. He basically, um, I yeah I don't I really am struggling. Can you tell? I'm mm-hmm. really struggling right telling now. the story. Um, he, I guess I said just so he sticks his unsheathed dick, and and I feel him enter me, and like thrust number one, and I was sort of like. What the fu- fuck? I mean, really, I was like, I didn't even, it didn't compute in my brain. And then I'm feeling him go for the second thrust. And I start like digging my feet into the couch cushions. And I'm like sort of reverse crab walking back off, like to get away. And then he's gone. And he's like, and I, I, I had this moment of, did that actually even happened. I mean, it, it was it was quick. It was. I I I was surprised, and so we actually I sort of found you again, and we were kissing and playing, and we actually did some sort of parallel play after that. And and I had no idea. What you had went no on. idea. You didn't see it. And at the time. I I wasn't I was bothered by it, right? Like I was like, what the hell? But I wasn't that bothered by it. Um 
And and honestly, in the days that followed after that, it bothered me that I wasn't bothered as much. I mean, it was just weird. I was just in a weird place. So we ended up, that play sort of wrapped up in the um, living room. We throw some lingerie, and we had changed into lingerie at that point, and we were in the little bar area talking with another couple, and they were lovely. They were so not people who we generally run with, um, but they were, I mean, they were amazing people. Like, just I just really enjoyed spending time with them and talking with them and laughing, and we had some sexy time. And I find, I, that was actually the party where I discovered my kryptonite. Like, who knew, right, in, in all of that. And so the party wraps up, and we're getting ready to go. And we actually had Ubered because we had been drinking. We both had been drinking. So we're in... I didn't know how much you had been drinking. Well, you were making them all for me. That wasn't that much. No, it was, it was just a weird... It was just a weird party. I don't, I don't believe anything else untoward happened. I mean, you were making my drinks. I did. They were in a cup with a lid. It was like a Tervis cup. You know, it had a lid. So. But you kind of blacked out. But I did. It was, it was weird. I, I don't. I didn't know. I mean, I, I usually know when you're drunk because I try to get you drunk, but I didn't think you were drunk. Mm-mm. And so we were in the car on the way home. And you were in, you you were, it was the equivalent of a walk of shame. Mm -hmm. You couldn't talk. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't look at me. Mm -mm. And that lasted for almost a month. Well, now that sounds. I mean, it was just, we were, but we were both that what happened. Well, we didn't know how to address it. Well, so I was so, because it was at that sort of in the aftermath. It was in the after, in the in the car, that I got replaying things in my head and, you know, realizing mistakes, right? Mistakes we made. We didn't, there was no, let's set the rules of the house party. We did not. There was, I mean, I think we were the only couple there that played with condoms. I was the only one who had any. Yeah. Um, there Just a lot of... <laughs> We made a lot of really rookie mistakes. We did. And even, you know. We blamed ourselves. Well, I did. I did. I did too. Because I. I couldn't help you and I, because I didn't know. No. And, and, and I never blamed you, but it was because it was really interesting because I, I wasn't, again, at the moment I was more like, it, it really was more like, what the hell? Like, right. I was just like, that was just rude. Like it was rude. That that was that was my initial take on it. And so we stayed at the party, you know, we we played again with that other with another couple mm-hmm. and that was wonderful. And then on the way home, I got thinking about that it really wasn't just rude. Yeah. Right? And not only, you know, so then that starts and then it started a whole, I mean, the, the month I wasn't, it doesn't, it's not that I didn't talk to you for a month. No, but you weren't the same. I was and neither not the was same. I. No, I was we not the same. We were in a weird place. We were in a very bad place. Bad's wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and weird is not right either. I don't know what the word no. is. And it's too bad because the party, 98% was 
pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 2% party foul. Yeah. Big party foul. Big party foul. And 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 then I hmm, I was slut-shaming myself. You were. I was absolutely you very much slut-shaming were myself. From the get-go, and I mm-hmm. didn't know why Mm-mm. for the longest time. That was well, hard for me. So I told you. Yeah, but I, yeah. The next day. Yeah. And then you got all weird. I mean, like I, we, oh, we were, we were both, it was just not, because then, you know, again, we play with condoms. That's a rule. We have, we were tested. Actually, we had been tested not long before that and we were clean. And, you know, not only was I living in that place of, why didn't I kick his ass? Why did I not? Like it was, it was all about me second guessing how I handled that situation. And you didn't know until you knew. Didn't know till I knew. And, and it really, it, it rocked me. It rocked me. It rocked me because again, I mean, I, I didn't touch alcohol for a while. Mm-mm. And and then we were talking, and I'm and like, we didn't, you and I didn't play much mm-mm. for a little while. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, I'm like, we need out of this. Mm-hmm. And and it was, you know, I I came to realize that it it happened, right? It happened, and it it was it was okay for me in the moment to think of it as party foul. It was okay. I wish I had handled it differently. I still wish I had handled it differently. He did apologize. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it was just, it, it just really did impact what I thought about the lifestyle, what I thought about myself. It, it was not, I never would have envisioned me handling it the way I handled it. And that, that bothered me. It, I still had that 20, I'm still that 20 year old person who is full of fire and piss and vinegar and will take on the big bullies. Yeah. And, and I didn't. Um, and I felt defenseless cause I wasn't there to see it or fix it. Yeah. And I didn't tell you the time. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it was hard for me. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I was very remorseful. Yeah, you were. So. And and you didn't need to be. I mean, it wasn't. Well, it impacted any encounters we had after that with friends we had talking to him. We didn't know what to share, what oh, not to yeah. share. So, but I did share. I probably shouldn't have. Um, I did post something on Twitter. Yeah, you did. And people were great. I mean, people really were great. And I, people we didn't know. And... You know, and and the nice thing is we did have friends who would listen mm-hmm. and and understood. I mean, it's been, what, four months ago, and I still have trouble telling the story. Mm-hmm. And and I was, I was disappointed in myself. And that's probably what really made that hard. Yeah. It was a tough time for us. It was. It was. We needed something cathartic after that to make it better. We did. And and we also needed to have the STD testing because that... You Multiple know, times. 
Oh my gosh, I was so I was. We so never crazy. had an issue, but we were so <laughs> nervous. Oh my gosh, I was so crazy. So you know, being in the medical profession, I think sometimes can actually make things worse. It was like Googling oh. WebMD. Oh Every my, worst oh, case, we were going to die. Oh my gosh, I thought I had oral chlamydia. I mean, it was just <laughs> it was strep throat. <laughs> yeah, you did have strep throat after that. Oh, but okay. I was just like. Oh, I was just, oh, I was out of my mind. I mean, and, and here's the thing, right? It was more because I realized then that none of them generally played with condoms. And that's what started making me like a little crazed. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have, I had some testing done like in two or three weeks. I had the rapid HIV done, did STD test, STD check. So we generally test every six months. But we test on off three months. So if I test in January, you'll test in April. I'll test again in June. So we're getting tested every three months. And so I was tested. It was negative. Made me feel better. But I still I was testing just a little because I needed to test. I tested a little bit quicker than I wanted to, knowing how the test results work. And I knew we were pretty safe on most of the big things. But I want to make sure that the stuff that's not so big, we were taken care of. And we have been fine. I've been tested again. You've been tested. We're all clear. It's all good. But we learned, right? Like, actually, I didn't want to go to another house party. No. Now I know we won't We won't do that again. We won't make the same mistakes. No. Right? We learn from mistakes. We, mistakes happen. Absolutely. Everybody has them. Absolutely. And, and, and here's how we'll learn from them. That's right. Well... Why don't you share some research? Because you <laughs> like to dig into research shit. <laughs> oh, thanks if, for... If that wasn't enough of a downer, let's go into the lecture no. hall. <laughs> I tell you, the theme nights at Pearl this year changed. and I think they have like Again? the schoolgirl teacher oh. thing. So we'll have to come up with some new professor. I'll have to be the professor. Okay. Yeah. That'll be weird. I'll be the schoolgirl. That'll be awesome. <laughs> We're going to find you a little plaid skirt. No. (laughs) No. Yeah, I think we do. You heard it here first, folks. May 2nd through the 9th. Okay. Um, So anyway, it was interesting because, you know, as, as we looked at preparing this, as we looked at how do we deal with and process through learning from mistakes, because this was, again, this hit us hard. And I, I think... It's it's just interesting when you look at how people study when you make a mistake. So there was actually a study done where they basically did imaging of the brain, the medical person, mm-hmm. and they basically have identified a part of the brain that's actually where your brain sort of stores that let's not do this again reaction in the temporal lobe, which is kind of here on the side. So, you know, when, when you think and you like put your hands against your temples and so that lights up like right before you're about to make a mistake. So they studied some, some people who they basically had them make a mistake and then they showed them an image and they, which would have caused that same mistake. And so this, this part of the brain just lit up really quickly. And before you had a chance to have conscious thought, that part of the brain lit up. So there's actually, it's, you are hardwired to not repeat your mistakes. 
What I think is interesting is another study actually showed people learn from their mistakes, but they sometimes have a hard time understanding where I've made mistake A and I won't make mistake A again. But B is kind of like A, but I'll make mistake B. So you do it again. So you do it again. And it becomes A. And it becomes A because you realize you made the mistake. But what I think is interesting and one of the things as I was processing through this was that they say that the more you emotionally connect to your mistake, the more likely you are not to repeat it. So if it's all in your head, like you just logically know you made a mistake, but you haven't sort of like processed through that emotionally, you'll likely make the same mistake again. So the good news is... We won't make the mistake we made there. I, pr- I processed through that very emotionally. We emotionalized it big time. <laughs> we did. We did. Inc. Magazine had an article on how to how successful people manage through their mistakes. First step in managing your mistakes is to own it. It's got to be yours. Got to be yours. I made a mistake. Yeah. Well, I made a mistake in this case. And so, yeah, so it's taking that that responsibility and going, this is this is mine. The second step is to apologize. And, you know, I actually had to apologize to myself. Mm-hmm. I did. I had to apologize for myself, to myself. I, I had to apologize to you because I wasn't there. Yeah. It hit me hard. It did hit you hard. Yeah. And we've had this conversation. You couldn't have been there because you didn't know. I mean. Yeah. So, you know, and then it was, and we did get an apology from that person. So mm, that's good. But, you know, I had to own, not the problem, but I had to own my reaction to it. And actually some of what I had to do is apologize to myself for giving myself such a hard time that I didn't respond like I thought I would, right? Like, how can you be this strong, independent woman if you didn't, you know, get up and kick the shit out of him? I mean, like that, that was sort of those things that were going through my head. And I had to go, I had to apologize to myself for, for thinking that way because it marginalized the fact that, like I said, I slut shamed myself, which is just absolutely asinine. Ugh. <laughs> drives me crazy when I do shit like that. Anyway, so the third step in successfully recovering from a mistake is to accept the consequences. And we probably did that more than we needed to. I mean, we we really, I mean, like I said, I was just in... We punished ourselves. We punished others. Well, yeah. How How would you say we punished others? We shied away from people who are friends... To a degree. Yeah, I guess. We went in a shell. Well, yeah, we went in a shell. We absolutely went in a shell. People reached out and we didn't know how to respond. Yeah, and it was more just because we were wrapped up in our own stuff, right? The fourth step is to learn from it. I think we have. Oh, we have. I mean, I'm sort of like, okay, this is... You don't know until you know, and now we know. Now we know, right? When you know better, you do better. Yep. You know, you tell your kids that, you tell you tell other people that. You just think that at some point in your life you don't do stupid shit anymore, but... We're better teachers than students. We don't listen. And that's part of why I want to share this. This was almost the catalyst for really pushing us over the edge in podcasting, believe it or not, into podcasting, because we hear people talk about all their sexy stories and... And, you know, people get the impression that every weekend you're out with two or three other people. And and 
our whole goal is to just be ourselves, our authentic selves. And our authentic selves sometimes just fuck up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. it's nothing and we laugh because we can't close the deal. Yeah. But sometimes we fuck up and all we can do is learn from it. And then the fifth step, which for the most part we've done, obviously not fully, given my reaction when we were talking about it, is letting it go. We struggle with that one. Yeah. Letting it go. Letting it move go. Move on. I did. And we have moved on. I mean, we have. Took a while. It took a while. Yeah, we that was that was a hard one at the time for us to do. Mm-hmm. It jolted us. We've we've been fortunate. We we don't play a lot. We have some great sexy stories. The times we have played have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that's been good. But most of the time, yeah. But we've had a couple that like this. Just oh, what do you do with that? Don't know. Yeah. Learn from it. Learn from it. Learn from it and move We're on. We're going to make more mistakes. Oh, this this is this was just sort of the first big one. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are Well, they were mistakes. Yeah, they were internalized mistakes. <laughs> they weren't big deals. Well, they were at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we will tell that story some other time, but I'm going to look at you Paul and go learn from it and let, let it, it go. go. I struggle letting things I go. I know. We both do. We both do. But I think, you know, we have been very fortunate that the community of people that we are friends with get that. We can tell this story, and we have told the story to other people, a few. <laughs> the The thing we struggle with still is there are other people who could potentially cross this other person's path, right? Like our friends who could potentially cross paths with this person. What is our duty to... To wave the yellow flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's been a challenge. Yep. We did wave somebody off. Mm-hmm. But. Is that fair? Is it our judgment to make? But here's the thing. That's, it's, it was more than a party foul. Yeah, it's true. And he may have learned from it. He may not have. I don't know. The sad part is, if he asked for consent, it would have been there. It probably would have. That's the thing. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. That is the crux of it. Mm-hmm. It was just rude. It was rude. It was wrong, but it was rude. It was wrong. So, but the community. We've had, we have an amazing group of friends who support us. And we'll tell a little bit more of a lighthearted story. Well, mm-hmm. lighthearted, lighthearted for Lighthearted-ish, us. yes. The you don't know until you know. We've always thought our tribe, our community has been there for us. But this story was one where it, it really came came through. Mm-hmm. It was a few months ago. We were at our favorite place and met a nice couple, local couple, mm-hmm. that was on a day pass to a resort. We were there and we like to talk to people. You know, you're the mayor of Swingtown. We, we integrate people everywhere. So we, we were talking to this new couple, trying to, you know, hey, you're new. Here's what, we, you know, it was afternoon. We talked in the pool. There was another couple with us. Just got to know them a little. Got to know the, the husband much better. They were a young extremely sexy couple. She spoke very little English. Reportedly. Reportedly. True. So it was kind of the translation thing. We would say something, he would share it with her, and which I thought was a little weird, but I get it. Realizing my two semesters of Spanish in college really were a waste of time. I couldn't, couldn't keep up with her. So we talked to them, and she got, you know, apparently had been drinking more than we thought, and she was getting up out of the pool, going to the restroom, and we could see some staggering. Like, uh-oh, time to kick in. 
you being the medical professional, you were kind of on that, well, let's take care of it, we need to cut her off. So we kind of make our way, and oh, it's time for hot tub o'clock. Let's go over to the hot tub. Go to the hot tub, and you being the medical professional, realizing she does not to be not need to be in the hot, hot water. It's either really cold or really hot there. But it was hot that day, so we kept her out on the edge, and she kept wanting to get in. She was really drunk. She was toasted. And she was, yeah. Yeah, and... End up going to the restroom, and this is when our friends, our tribe started kicking in. One of our friends we've talked about before, Jennifer, follows her into the restroom. She was kind of there to hold her hair back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Got sick. I went in to check on him. Scared the crap out of her when I got in there. But she, she got sick, came back out, and was kind of getting her composure, what little she could have. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a little frustrated at this point. Because I'm sitting on the edge of the hot tub with my feet in the hot tub, kind of at the very end, the furthest away from the bar. And her husband's really pushy. Like, Very much so. He's like, we want to have sex with you. And, and okay, they were 25 and hot. Yeah. Flattering, but not going to happen. No. I mean, it was sort of like, uh, yeah, no. And she was, I mean, she was just really, really drunk. And so she was actually plastered up against my side because I was afraid. I had my arm around her waist. You're afraid she's going to fall in and drown. Yes. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking around the hot tub and I'm starting to like make eye contact and all of our friends are watching what's going on. It was a shit show. It was (laughs) a shit show. And so I'm looking and I can remember looking across the pool and I made eye contact with one of our cops. Robocop. Robocop. And I'm like, I just was giving him the look like, you got to help me. And so I see him starting to make his way across the hot tub, you know, trying to navigate through people. And in the meantime, a couple who were fluent in Spanish very came up, and I think they thought we were taking advantage. They did. Well, she was she was from South America and, and could chime in and was a police officer. I didn't know that. Yeah. and She was or he was? I believe she was. Hmm. She that was I coming could in. Oh, see, now that makes sense. I didn't know she was a, oh, I didn't know she was an off, right, sure. cop. That's interesting. And huh, they were, that makes, that makes complete sense. They were there to make sure everything was okay. Yep. And, 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 and they rattled off in Spanish. Well, and, and, and I, I was like, okay. And then, and they're like, okay, kind of tips his hat to us going, uh-huh. have a good day. I'm like, I don't know what just transpired, but okay, everything's okay. And little did I know it was not. And, you know, they kind of move away and, you know, we've, Friends coming in out. Are you guys okay? My favorite, Jennifer's husband, Patrick, strolls over. Good friends of ours. And he starts talking with the husband. I think she was back to the bathroom again, the, the drunk girl. Mm-hmm. And he looks at him. Is everything okay? And, and the gentleman says, it's great. Paul's going to fuck my wife. And he looks at me and goes, <laughs> does Paul know that? <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. This is not going down. He said, yes, it is. I'm like, oh. no, no, no. We have... Total miscommunication yeah, here. Well, Make it stop. Yeah, he said, I mean, he kept saying that, I mean, for 20 minutes. And I'm like, no. No. No, and he goes, we're going to have sex today. I'm like, not with not anybody with here. Well, I mean, and honestly, the look on everybody's faces in the hot tub were I like. felt like a predator. Everybody was looking like, what are you doing? And and then you said, you need to get her out on the bed because she's going to pass out. Yeah. And she's like, oh, take me to the bed. Suddenly she learned how to speak English. Uh-huh. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she understood so like, perfectly. Of all people to take her to the bed, it is not going to be me because that's just a bad look. And I, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. Um, so I literally like got her on the bed. I made her husband come with me. 
Secure, security got involved, which was great. Well, so I saw the security guys. I'm like, I just I literally got her on the bed and laid her down. And I thought, my work here is done. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're like, I don't want to be a mom. Get me a fucking drink. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And I think, I think every friend we had mm-hmm. already had one in their uh-huh. hands. Waiting for me. And you were drunk within like half an hour. After. I'm like, that is game over. But what we learned out, you know, the you don't know until you know. Mm-hmm. How many people stepped up to be there for us? Oh, yeah. One to help us, one to go, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But they were really helpful. And I don't even think they know that yeah. they impact. I mean, some do. But it was it was truly a shit show soap opera. Yeah. Of we have not, we have had so little drama in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Although two stories we're talking about already were the only drama we've really had. Yeah. But that was the weirdest three hours of my life <laughs> it was surreal so those were some shit shows really that's <laughs> the words that come to my head there's the, the, some of our stories but i think after our tribe has sat through listening to both of those we, stories, as, we assume they're still listening it, or or it's another one-star rating i that's don't know true. but i think i really want to move on to a sexy story because i i want to tell this story i think you should okay So the sexy story for today is really sort of the end of the first story we told. So after we'd had that night of the incident, we'd gone to the house party. We were planning on meeting some friends who were going to come into town to see us. And about a month later, about a month later, and we were actually back and forth on kick. I had told them what had happened. I just, I wasn't sure what was going to happen, you know, and I'm like, we were just in a really weird place. And they ended up coming into town and we got to meet with them and spend the, spend the evening with them and just be with our friends. And I'll let you tell the story, but I needed that night in a bad way. It was, I needed to be with people who I trusted I needed to be with people who I absolutely love. And I just, I needed to be with our tribe. The people at the house party were not part of our tribe. They were nice people, but I needed to be someplace with our tribe. So they actually agreed to meet with us. They did. It was a great night. It was. We met them afternoon, I think, originally, and we had drinks. Went to dinner, had a wonderful chat with them. Catching up, it was just good to catch up. Mm -hmm. Talked um, about talked about their adventures. Talked about family, mm-hmm. and it was it was wonderful to see your face begin to light up. To go, this is more. This is more us. Mm-hmm. These are our people. Yeah. I mean, ironically, we met them at Pearl. Mm-hmm. It's not that ironic, I guess. But no, not the, for the, us because we they, meet everybody. Like, shoot, most, do we meet people anywhere else? Not very okay. often. <laughs> so. But we had dinner. We went. We went to a club, and we'd arranged to meet a couple of other couples. Yeah. Uh, at at a it was a bar. Actually, it wasn't mm-hmm. a club. It was, a, it bar. was a bar. We were dancing. One of the couples couldn't make it. They were sick. Yeah, that was unfortunate. But we they got to meet some of our other friends. Mm-hmm. Great, great night. We danced for hours. Drank a little bit. Had a good time. We went back back to our hotel. But we, you know, what I what I remember about the first part of that was that I, for the first time in a month 
really felt like I could just relax and breathe. I mean, that's that's what I remember. I mean, you were was, your you were yourself. I, I was flirting. I, it was. I mean, yeah. it was sexy. It was fun. I was flirting with her. I was flirting with him. We were having just a great time. And and I can remember at one point when we were at the bar going, okay. I mean, and and the other couple that was there was our wingman and her husband. Mm-hmm. So. I was surrounded by people who cared and who I cared about. Mm-hmm. And, and I needed that more than I could mm-hmm. possibly know. The fact that Cam and Brandy came into town that weekend meant more to me than they probably know. Well, now they do. because I know Now they do. they do. But anyway, so yeah, so it was a great time at, at um, the club or at the bar. And, uh, and I just, I remember going, we, we both, both got rooms downtown at a hotel and it was funny because when we first checked in you were were you bringing up the luggage or yeah, I, I was i was after I, I parked the car you were already up in the room yeah and i think i remember because it was summer it was still it was like early it was fall. fall it was fall but it was really hot mm-hmm. and we had been at a football game and we were sweaty and nasty and gross and i'm like we're going to run into them. I just, in my head, I'm like, we're going to run into them, like looking nasty. And you were, I think you had a baseball cap I on. I, I mean, was the one that ran into them looking nasty. Yeah, you did look. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> so. So ironically. They were the room next door in a massive hotel. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They'd sent a picture from their room earlier of here's our view out our window. I'm like, that's our view. That was so funny. because you're right next door. And I get back to the room like, oh, I ran into them. I'm like, oh, how are they doing? And I pounded on the wall and they pounded back. <laughs> They're right next door. I think it was the bathroom wall or it something, was. wasn't it? That it was, was funny. It's kind of funny. So anyway. Knocked three times. Yeah. Um, Not sexy, but okay. Now we'll yes. tell the sexy part of yes, the sexy true. story. So we, we ended up going to their room. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those nights again where the the light off the street was, you know, we're lighting people. It was kind of a nice blue offset light, just made the room very sensual. Well, I don't think there were even any like lights on. I think it was just the light coming in from the windows. From the windows, yes. Yeah. So it was dark. Yeah. That was it was just really sexy. I've got mental images floating through my mind as like we're telling what? this story. I can remember being so the sort of like a corner kind of cat like it was a corner, room, corner yep. you know. And Cam and I were kind of on one side, like we were closest to the wall, the window, and you guys were further away. I just remember we were just kissing and touching, and like you said, the light was great, and it was it was super hot and super sexy, and you know there were sort of hands everywhere and clothes flying, and we sort of had this four way play going on, which I love. I mean that it's actually one of my favorite sort of styles of play because we were close enough that literally the hands were touching sort of everywhere like you know I had my hand on him and on her and him and on you and you know we were it was just this sort of fluid almost almost a ballet right it was he and I were kissing and you and she were kissing and then you and I and you and I and she and I and not you and him um but it was just oh yeah, it was it was my it's my favorite kind of play because it was just exactly really exactly what we needed. And we were we it was going to be soft. I, I'm telling you, there are there are just times that I really just want to say that we don't full swap because the soft swap is so much fun. 
So we forgot one part of this story. Through all of the the hubbub, mm. the people on the people. Oh, uh, it was it That's was. A re- oh, it was people on the people. People on the people. Oh, so good. Oh. Sophie Tucker song for those keeping yeah. tabs. All between you and her, mm, several orgasms between the two of you. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But we introduced her to a new toy. How did, do you, I don't, so I, I remember using the toy, but I don't remember how we even got brought up. Because we grabbed our, we grabbed our bag. So we had stopped at our room on the way over mm-hmm. and we had our, my Hitachi mm-hmm. in, in the bag. I don't even remember how it got brought up. Uh, brought it up just in, you know, hey, would you like to use your toy? And she's like, what is that? Oh yeah, maybe that's what it was. It's apparently the toy that makes her bang her head on the couch. So it worked very well. It did work very well. It always works very well. It does. It was, but it was a lovely night and all I, around. And I think, you know, again, that's part of the the glory of soft play. When we're more doing soft play, you and the other female are always more involved. Well, generally. You, and again, for another episode, I slide up and down the Kinsey scale. Depending on the day. Depending and depending sometimes on the the, the hour. Yeah, you're sometimes odd that way. I, I am odd, but yeah, I mean, there are times where I just am not at all feeling the girl, and it could be somebody who I've played with before. I mean, like it's not, it's nothing personal. It is is absolutely nothing personal about the person I'm playing with. Except to them. <laughs> Except then I don't don't want it to be. But it, it, it really is all about me. But then there are times where I'll make out with somebody and really be like, I just I just want to kiss the girl. That was a good part of that night. That was a good part of that night. We did actually Brandy and I connected. I mean we're we've connected before. We're good friends with them uh, too. And so that was yeah, we did a we did a little bit of girl on girl. I never used a Hitachi on a woman. We don't play. What? I hadn't. Okay. I didn't use it. I didn't use it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You did. I did, yeah. I did not. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, you look right. at me like, like, oh, yes, you have. I'm like. But you were part of the play. I was part of the play, but I didn't actually use it. You did. Fair enough. That was the first time you'd used a toy on someone else, I think. I think. It's kind yeah. of fun to watch. It's my go-to toy. I mean, it's the one... We'll finish up podcasting here and, you know, we'll pull out the blanket and the Hitachi and the lube and, you know, that'll be part of our play. So we use it a lot when we play together. So, yeah, so it's fun using it on someone else. That was great. It was the night we both needed. Mm-hmm. It was It was a great night anyway. Mm-hmm. Just fun. It was fun. I mean, it was just, it was just from dinner to drinks to dancing you know, mm. and, and, a, and a shout out to your wingman and her husband, who still has no name. I know. He likes He's being okay called with that. He does like, I was surprised. But okay. They left another party to come to see if we were okay. Yeah. That was, that's the kind of friends we have. Yeah. I mean, they were there for an hour maybe at the, maybe at the bar. Maybe about that. But they came to see if we were okay. And, and had to sober up to get there. <laughs> so, yeah. I needed it, and I, I, I probably slept better that night. I, mean, I was, I was wrung out too. <laughs> I was wrung out, so that's always a good thing, right? As, Fortunately, the walk home was seven steps. It that really helped. It, it helped. You were asleep before you made it to bed. Almost, almost, but I slept. I slept really well. So big shout out to our sexy friends Cam and Brandy. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You see them again soon. See them in on Valentine's Day, maybe. 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 Um, I didn't tell you. Brandy 
has been tagged. She's been tagged. She's been tagged. So she shared some pictures with us uh, uh, from excellent. a recent trip to Vegas. And before we release, so if you guys go back and check our Twitter feed, so the day before we release our podcast, she's given me permission to post a picture of her being tagged. We're not going to use her face. You're no. looking at me like, what? No, 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 no. So she gave us permission to, to show her being tagged. So, But the tag made it all the way to Vegas. Like, awesome. And it's not the first time like something that's happened. Like that's happened. And I'm like... They had to like remember to take it with them, which we don't remember our clothes sometimes. It's because we go to a naked resort mostly, but but I love that. I mean, yeah. But I still, but at some level, I don't understand it. It's great. So on that note, I think that was a good sexy story. Thank you all for listening. This has kind of been a rambling episode. Big shout out to all of our tribe. Thank you very much. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. If you want to give us a five-star review on iTunes, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, if, if you, you want to give, give a one-star, just write it in your own head. Don't, do it. <laughs> Don't hit send on that email. Anyway, so on that note, I think we finished this episode. Yay. Yay. Good night, Paul. Good night, Jamie. Let's play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New With Tags podcast. We love having you in our tribe. Follow us on Twitter at New With Tags Pod. Or you can email us at newwithtagspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as New With Tags Podcast. Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day.